Okay, let's start the show. Let's get on with it. No one wants to be here all night. Um, you can have too much of a good thing, can't you? Like, like heroin. What? Um, although too much heroin is death, uh, basically. That's when you know you've had too much. You go, oh, fuck, I've had too I'm dead. I've fucked. Uh, that's the thing, though, with heroin. You know, try anything once, kids, sure. But know this, right? No, no. You think, yeah, I'll, try, I'll try heroin, I'll just try one. Give me, give me a heroin, give me one heroin, okay? <laughs> just, just have one. Oh, what's it like? Oh, it's fucking lovely. I, want more, I can't just tap, it's like Pringles. It's like, <laughs> w once you pop, you can't stop. That's, I think that's how it works. I'm not an expert. Um, believe it or not, I've never been a heroin addict. Um, no round of applause for that, see? No, see? <laughs> No round of applause for never having been a heroin addict. If I don't come out here and go, yeah, I used to be a heroin addict, I used to mug people and shit myself in doorways, right? But, exactly, oh yeah. He, he hasn't done those things for a while. He hasn't, he hasn't done those things that we never did in the first place. Why are you applauding someone for suddenly acting like a normal member of society? It's like, it's like I've lost a bit of weight, I've lost about 20 pounds. Exactly, what, no, no. You're basically applauding me for only eating as much as I need now. I should have, I should have always been doing that. You disconnected everything? Yeah, yeah. Did that call too fast? No, 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 no. You know, I always got a lot of shit plugged up and connected to the Wi-Fi, so. For real? I mean, it's just natural shit that's just always on, so. Okay, okay. I got this feature on my phone where I could disconnect that shit at one time. Yeah, and I got that too. But it's like, all right, you can only do 24. And you got, like, a bunch of shit going still. Hey, bro, I don't oh, got that much shit on here. Godly, that's a lot, though. I'm I'm on my Tony Stark shit. Yeah, you there's, definitely there's a are. A lot going on. I think I may have eight or nine things, and that's if, if my son's not here, then it's probably like five. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nah, a, nah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have a habit of actually like cutting off my power strips of stuff that I'm not using. I just it's no point of having it on. But um, yeah. Wow. I think it's like 24. Jesus. There's so, so a lot going on in, in Casa de Shamble. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see, man. You ready for the game? Say, <laughs> you know the sad part is? I just need the Cowboys kicker to make a field goal. Thanks. I'm not even thinking about the whole Dallas, this is my team versus the Eagles rivalry. I'm literally just zoned in on my fantasy. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand, man. Like I said, you know, you see what my fantasy is at. I, I literally need Aaron Jones to run 20 more yards. And, yeah, Devontae, he was locked in on Devontae Adams, bro. I was like, I guess, that's, man. That's exactly what I needed. And that's, that's what exactly you need. what I needed yeah. from him. Yeah. I said I needed Devontae to get two touchdowns and go for 100 yards. He did like 130 and one touchdown. I was like, bet. Yeah, that's, bet, that's, bet, that's, bet. that's nice, man. Yeah. I figured that Aaron Jones was going to have a, a ridiculous game, but I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure I can get 100 yards out of him. I think he had stopped that about 80 or 90 and had a touchdown, but like I said, he needed about another 20 yards for me to um, get over that, that decimal. 
<laughs> that shit hurt, boy. Yeah, it does, man. It's, but it's like it's it sucks because you I set it, I set it up to where it was. I literally I had points on the bench, but like my players were doing so good these first two weeks, it was like it just didn't make sense. So it wouldn't make sense to bench Tyler Lockett. It just didn't make sense. No. You know, and, and I'm a I'm a I'm a huge I like Ayuk, but he hasn't been doing anything. But he happened to step up that game and do more than Tyler Lockett. And I just got Ayuk on my bench. And I have Cordero Patterson on my bench because I thought this was gonna finally be the Miles Gaskin game. But he's pretty much honestly been like a flex. Like he's he's consistent as far as getting you six or seven points, but he hasn't gotten over a hundred yards yet. So He's about to hit the trade block after one more game. Because I'm still one of those people that I feel like it's that second half of fantasy that matter more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if I could get myself into that top five, I know some of the people that are riding high right now are going to fall off. Because all it takes is that main player they riding. That six, seven week come, <laughs> that, that player not hot no more. So That'll yeah, figure it, them out. Yeah, yeah. I feel fairly decent about this season, but if I if I get to the point where I can't even stay at 500, then I'm be in trouble. But uh, anyways, man, how was your trip back to to the Queen to Queen City? Hey man, say man. <laughs> first of all, first of all, United had charged me for an extra leg room seat, and I was not in an extra leg room seat. And so she's like, oh, I can move you, but there's only thing left is a middle seat. It's like, no, nah, you're not moving me to no middle seat. Like, I will rather be cramped than to be in a middle seat. I was like, just just run my money back. That's all I, I'm asking. So she was like, all right, cool. You know, they gave me my reimbursement. But other than that, hey, nice little two-hour flight on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Crying baby. But, you know, I had my headphones in, so it didn't matter to me. Crying baby, huh? Okay. They didn't make, they didn't force the baby to put a mask on? Ba- baby was under two. They they did ID the baby just to make sure the baby was under two. Okay. But, but since the baby was under two, it was like, all right, you can wild out. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Sounds like America. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like America. Then, so, um, how did you feel about the movie? Squid Game, because you, you you said something along the lines of uh, it, it frustrated you a little bit. Uh, I was I was like trying to when I, as I was watching, I was trying to connect with that ideal, you know. If anybody out there listening right now, you know, obviously there's a it's, it was the number one movie on Netflix, right? I, I think it still is. Okay, yeah, Squid Game, the number one movie on Netflix. I kind of feel like uh, when I see something number one. You know, after a couple of weeks on Netflix, my automatic assumption is enough people have watched it. So, how long has it been out? I didn't, I didn't know nothing about it until you said something. I think, I think it has been just a couple of weeks, and and you, you got to take number one on Netflix with a grain of salt because Clickbait was number one on Netflix, and I was like, this shit is dumb. I, oh yeah, I, I don't, still haven't finished it. Yeah, I don't. I think, I think the whole top ten thing. I think they introduced that like in 2019. I think that's more along the lines of like somebody paying for that spot really it's it's a it's a promotional tool definitely I've been some on, payola yeah it's people like numbers i you know i say it all the time you somebody somebody sees some somebody on, on social media with the k behind they following 
They like seeing stuff like that. They go to a comment section that has over a thousand followers. People like big numbers. People like numbers that that look like something is important. So with it being number one, my automatic assumption is that lured a lot of people into at least checking it out. Because, I mean, I checked out the movie Intrusion, and I don't even think that was top ten. I don't know how long that's been out, but, um, yeah, I had checked that out, and uh, that movie didn't have anything, um, you know. It, that movie wasn't a conversation starter. It wasn't like that movie. What was that movie? Um, the Circle from a couple of years back. Was it called The Circle or The Center? Where, the, like, each level, it was a prison. Oh, yeah, level. yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, man, these non-American movies make you think, man. I mean, they're not like they're complex or anything, but when you go in there kind of just – you you notice okay this isn't American it's different it's gonna be different and you kind of learn things. Th- this is why Squid Game frustrated me. Mm-hmm. People saw how that first round went. They had the option to leave. Yes. A large majority of them chose to come back. Why are you surprised people are dying? Why are you surprised that that, that your life is on the line? Like, you know, and, and then I, f- fuck a spoiler. If you're going to watch, you're going to watch it. When you get into these competitions, like, oh, yeah, this was a team. This was a team. And now, you know, I got to go head up with my buddy. Why are you surprised? There's only one winner. So eventually, whoever your partner is, you're eventually going to have to turn on. them. So why are you surprised? That was that was interesting to me because <laughs> and that's one of the things that's one of the things that made me kind of laugh at that that stand-up from uh, Ricky Gervais, because it's like, you're in a situation where you know what you're supposed to do. And, <laughs> like, you as a human being, as a... I'm just going to kill you last. <laughs> I'm going to kill my boy last. That's, that's, that's what it boils down to. Instead of letting somebody else kill my boy, I'm going to kill my boy last. Dude had to kill his wife. His I'm wife, like, bro. I'm like, you kill your wife and then you kill yourself, so you killed your wife for nothing. For nothing! For nothing! <laughs> for nothing! Uh, Once again, I just feel like certain parts of that movie just, it, 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 I think about humans, and I'm just like, y'all literally don't think things through. Y'all can't. Like, you're not supposed to be here. Like, <laughs> You were supposed to hold this L and, fi- and and work it out the hard way. You're trying to take the easy route route out, but when you realize, sure, easy is easy is, is life or death at this point, bro. I ain't trying to be funny, but it had me think about them PPP loans, bro. Oh, hey man, say I'm, man. I'm serious. I'm like, dog. I'm sitting here like, I'm thinking about all this accumulation of debt and. For people that watch this movie and don't understand, I mean, it was forty million U.S. dollars on the line. You know, I had to figure it out because I wasn't I sure. I was just, you know, just around it. It's forty million U.S. dollars on the line, and it makes sense for them to do the things that they did. But at the same time, a lot of that shit was consensual. It's like y'all are choosing to do this. So, but that's neither here nor there. Look. I see this. I, I see this film, and I, I just I felt like the important thing, outside of all the stupidity, I did I did feel like one of the important things about this movie was the fact that 
as Americanized as it was, because I'm still curious about if North Koreans are dealing with that type of debt and if debt is something that is as normalized as debt is in America. Because that movie was definitely made for an American audience. I I, I wouldn't know because North Korea is so... No, what happened, Jay? Do you want a picture-perfect loan? Are broadleaf weeds like dandelions, clover, and dollarweed taking over your loan? Scott's has your weed problem solved. Scott's fast-acting weed and feed use is a very effective four-way weed killer that works through the roots and shoots of your loan. Scott's weed and feed will eliminate tough-to-kill broadleaf weeds and grassy weeds like onion grass, dollarweed, and dandelions. These weeds are no match for Scott's weed and feed. Scott's Weed and Feed kills over 200 hard-to-kill broadleaf weeds while giving your lawn the gentle 8-10 week feeding that you love. Would you like to generally feed your lawn without any weed killers? Scott's can help you with that as well. Use Scott's Premium Lawn Food with Vital X to feed your lawn up to 8-10 weeks. The additional Vital X micronutrients helps your lawn maintain that healthy, dark color. So don't wait to get your picture-perfect lawn. Stop and purchase some of Scott's Dirt Turf Lawn products today. Scott's products are family made in America and find them at Home Depot, Menards, and Lowe's. Look, man, once again, I, I was curious about if North Koreans normalize debt like that. And it had me thinking about the PPP loans and how people take what is what is seen as an easy route. And like you just said, at the end of the day, man, like a lot of y'all, you know, trying to come up on a quick 20K. I mean, it is possible to grind your way to 20K the hard way, so to speak. But in all honesty, the hard way is the honest way. And you keep your conscience clean. A lot of these people stepped into this arena knowing that that second time for sure, knowing damn well that you was going to walk away feeling bad, even if you won. Like you seen how Jihan was at the end, like he did not feel good. He didn't like even he, spend most of that money. Yeah, like he literally had to get that explanation and kind of be like, okay, okay, you know, it was meant to happen. And I'm glad that, like I said, I'm glad that a character like him was successful because when you really think about him, although he was dumb, he wasn't bad. No. He was not, compared to a lot of those other people, he was not bad. He just was he was just terrible with money. I, I I I still wish they would have fleshed out a little more. Of, was it Sun Yo? I wish they would have fleshed out a little bit more of how he got into this financial thing because they talk about you know they got a little to the side. He made some bad investments. He made some hedges that he couldn't cover. And I was like, okay, cool. Because to me, even more than 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 Deep Deep Sock or whoever, he was the villain. Definitely, by, definitely. by the time he got to like round two or three, he just didn't give a fuck. Didn't give a fuck. But but even even with him, like you can legit you can legitimately say a lot of those people that died were straight up bad people. Like yeah. they had bad intentions. And at the end of the day, player one, player four fifty six. I mean, player one saw it in him. He was like, "This is a good dude." Like, you know, like. He's giving me the shirt off his back like he's a good dude. And once again, he just sucked with money. And then he hustled him. Oh, man. If he felt bad doing it, but he was like, shit. But he saw that, though. Yeah. He saw that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
like Sun Wu, like he was pure evil how he did Ali. Boy. But see, <laughs> but see, that's the thing about intelligent but people. But even though, though I like, part of me was like, man, Ali's just not smart. But then part of me is like, Ali might be playing the game. She, clearly he wasn't. Clearly he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I could actually say Ali probably wasn't all bad either. I mean, he had just had a baby and he worked for six months for free. So, I mean, he wasn't bad either, as far as I'm concerned. a couple of fingers. Yeah, yeah, you know. But, I mean, that's – but but one of the it, – it's you can walk away from this movie and say the moral of the story is – I mean, think about how far along the villain got that – that 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 whatever his name is, Daewoo. He got far along. And a lot of people see that shit in real life and be like, man, why are all the bad people always getting the good shit? Like, why it seem like all the bad people always getting lucky? I mean, that's really how life feels. Like – you be sitting here putting in all kind of work, doing your best, and then old buddy over here get the fifty thousand dollar PPP loan. And you, yeah. but you don't know that though. You know what I'm saying? You just looking at all these people around you, like man, they coming up and they living a good life, and you like, man, I know that person's bad. You know what I'm saying? Like you've seen them do shady shit, you know they fraud. But it's like, moral of the story with this movie is, man, you just got to continue being a good person that you are if you're a good person. That's just and, one. That's one thing I got from it. Yeah, and because and and Ali did distribute that. Um, did did put that on on stage from like the first game when when Jihan was about to fall and he just like caught him. Like, Good guy. He didn't yeah, have to. And, and also, I'm looking at these games, and for the most part, okay. So let's start with red light, green light. Mm-hmm. Simple. Everybody could survive that. If you would have started playing the game from the jump. Yeah. It seemed like they wasted a good two minutes. Like They were in denial. Yeah, they were in denial. Uh, denial shot to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. There's like, oh, if we don't make it, we're going to get, you know, killed. All right, cool. What was game two? Game two was. Was that the the shape game? I think that was game three because that's when they came back, right? Yeah. They only played one game before they left. Right, right. And then okay, you had so the when they ch- came back, it was it was honeycomb. It was sugar. Honeycomb. Yeah, it was, that was honeycomb. That was that, that was cold blooded. Hey man, that, that but that was the luck of the draw. Like what the front man said, this is all fair. Like I, I like that it's fair. You you pick this and it's like oh shit, I picked a triangle. I'm easy money. I picked a fucking umbrella. Good God. Just because it was a cute shape, you know? Because it was a cute shape. And then so it's like it's like okay you could have you could have figured these games out. The tug of war was really the first game where it's kind of like there's no way around this. I, I, but the tug opinion. of war, that's the thing I liked about player number one. I was in my head I was thinking man anybody that knows tug of war knows that tug of war isn't necessarily all about strength. It's about distribution of strength. And if you know how distribution to distribute the strength and even like Sungyo said timing to a certain extent. Exactly, exactly. And I and I thought that, that that was pretty dope. So that was one, two, three. And then the fourth game was uh that was fucked up, the tempered glass game. That that was fucked up. That was fucked up. Yeah. But it, then it's like you got the get glass guy back here. He's like, Oh, I used to work. You can tell by the way you look at it and by the way it sounds. And what is that, that what does that tell that, you about him? He's a bad guy. He's dishonest. Cause yeah. you could have you could have said that from the beginning. Could have saved everybody. You could have saved everybody. That just shows you what type of person he was. I mean, they, they did home when they turned the lights off. I was like, all right, that's fucked up. Like, you, this guy found a loophole. Like, you, you got to let that ride. 
And that's what was interesting to and me. And then about Sung Yu was just like, well, we'll figure this last one out. And that's when you realize that he really, he really, really wasn't a good guy. And yeah. I can know, like you say, you want to flesh out what he did. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, he he had the police on his ass. He clearly, yeah. I mean, he was down to his last dime about to kill himself. They done showed up at your mama house. They showed up at your mama house, at your mama job. After you know she was just it? bragging on your fool ass. Yeah, like made that made that girl feel bad. Talk about hey, he got high standards. Shit, no, he don't. He got he go, he need to avoid jail. That's what that's the only standard he has right now is avoiding jail. But um, look, man, like I said, it's so many moments in this movie where I could be like the moral of the story, like. I kind of, you know, you, you start realizing, I think some people's not necessarily guilt, but I think I think a lot of people start seeing a lot of honor and death, though, too, because it got them to the point of where it's like, man, like, once again, if I walk away from this, I'm walking away from this with blood on my hands. You know, shit, I can die an honorable death knowing that I sacrifice myself for somebody that may need it better than I do, because once again, a few of those people that did actually sacrifice themselves, I mean, at that point, I feel like they were cleansed. You know, I yeah. feel like that is like, I mean, you, you talk about a girl that pretty much was an atheist, and she still got to the point where she was like, I, I don't deserve this world almost. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's just, when you think about the people around you, and you even think about the times that you're in right now, when you just, and I was telling you this the other day, bro, how self-serving people are. Like, to me, it's wild when people try to justify being selfish. You know, oh, I got to start worrying for self and, you know, the social media quotes and the, the philosophy on social media. Look, I get it. Like, I understand that you've been played, you've been screwed over. You know, people have done you wrong. But I've, I've really always been a firm believer. I mean, it's like, hey, learn from your mistakes. But still, don't let that just make you a, a, a all-out bitter person. You know, like that's just that's you. yeah, that's not the way to go. And it's like, it, man, that's don't let it define you. It really saddens me when I see people and like I can define them by that type of characteristic, by being bitter or being a sore loser or somebody that just can't let go. You know, and from the outside looking in. A person that can't relate to somebody that can just let it all go and just be like, hey, man, I'm over it. They see those type of people as mean, cruel and bitter because they don't understand yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's difficult. I get it. But I'm, I'm pretty envious of those type of people, though. Why is that? Be, because I don't have the capabilities in me to just let it go. Because uh, I, I think that's an acquired skill. It's just it's just not something that you up one day is like, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna let this shit go. Like I, I think it's something that you work on, and that's something that I still work on of being able to let go. And I talk about all the time that people people are like we mentioned, you know, their self interest. People are doing what's best for self. They're not looking at that who they who they affect most of the time. They're just like, hey, this is what I want. This is what I've determined that's gonna be best for me. So I do that. Me, on the other hand, I kind of look how it's going to affect other people around me. And it's kind of like, shit, if I do this for myself, I'm going to hurt X. I'm going to hurt Y. I'm going to hurt Z. I'm going to hurt AA. And then it's like, you know, 
is my satisfaction worth hurting all these people around me? And as a human being, that's how you're supposed to be. <laughs> like, you're supposed to care about how your actions impact other people. Like, as far as you can't really necessarily be like, damn, how did I make that person feel all the time? Because you just don't know. But to be considerate is is important. Like, some people aren't even considerate anymore. Like, they just somebody it's 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 Monday. Oh, you know, it's Monday, Susan. You know, I haven't had my coffee yet. Bitch. Like, <laughs> you better you better put on your fakest smile. You better come with the fakest positive energy you can, because at the end of the day, you don't know what I'm going through. Be considerate of the fact that, hey, I'm not having a case of the Mondays. I've had my coffee already. Like, like, how does that like that's not right. And I mean, I'm a firm believer in like people always people always overlook the fact that they may be in a miserable state of mind and they don't understand how much misery loves company when they're in that state of mind. And that's what it is. It's literally misery loves company and they constantly want they want they want so badly. it, It may not even be consciously, but they want so badly to let you know that they're having a shitty day. So it's almost like you can join them. It's like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Feel, feel my pain. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think I want to do that. I think that's, I'll pass. And that's, and that's why you got to be careful with those people that only come to you to vent, because they come to you to tear you down. Some of them come to you, come to come to you for you to lift them up, but some want you in that hole with them. I mean, I haven't, I haven't started reading my um, unmasking narcissism because I just got it today, but I'm pretty sure that's going to be covered in there somewhere. Hey, what you say? So, so what's the name of this book? This book is called Unmasking Narcissism, A Guide to Understanding the Narcissist in Your Life. Who wrote it? Mark Edison. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. I'm glad you educate yourself, brother. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to get these educational vibes on. For sure, for sure. Bag. Look, man, um I'm a firm believer in that that you know in the fact that we we all have a little narcissism in us. But once Definitely. again, I feel I feel like when you can, when your character can overall be characterized as a narcissist, that's a problem. Obviously, that's a personality disorder. So, although we all may be a little arrogant, we all may be a little, all of us have low self-esteem to an extent. I don't think anybody thinks mm-hmm. they're perfect. Well, I don't know. Some of you, some of you thoughts out there, y'all be the way y'all be in these fucking <laughs> on social media wild. And I don't know. Man. Top two and not two. Man, I'm like. At times I wonder it's it's a crazy question, but at times I wonder if certain people think that they're ugly anymore or unattractive. Like I just wonder, like it's like like I get confidence. I get I get confidence. I like confidence. I respect confidence. But I also think that a certain level of confidence can be a personality disorder, obviously. Like you're delusional. You're not seeing reality. You walk around like your shit don't stink. You think that you're 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 calling yourself a dime. And I'm the type of person that I believe in universal attractiveness. I believe that there are certain people that can walk in a room and they will be undeniably attractive to every single person in the room. And it sounds crazy, but I truly there's going to be a feature. Yes, I like her body. I like her face. I like her hair. I like her dimples. I like her feet. Like there will be something. Yeah, I feel like 
the one or two people that will be the exception that don't like the person that they see, they might have specific things that they like about people. Like this chick could be 10 pounds too heavy. You know what I'm saying? Or They're not 10 a pounds. certain race. Exactly, exactly. But and that's that's when I hit you. Oh, you look good for a big girl. You look good for a black chick or something like that. You know. Exactly, exactly. And once again, you know, people don't have to agree with this, but I truthfully believe that. I believe, I truthfully believe that. And sometimes the energy that I get from some of these people is just like, I really wonder if that confidence is a cope, or are you really that confident to where like. You know for a fact that if you if you go to this party or whatever, this wedding rehearsal, dinner or whatever, you know that you're going to have to kind of tone yourself down because all the guys going to be looking at you. Or I got to tone myself down because I'm going to steal all the ladies. I'm just a chick magnet. You know what I'm saying? That's the energy that I get from these people. I, I think it's unhealthy. And I think that's a bad image to have because it's also counterproductive. Like, I personally think that the best type of image to have is a humble image. Like, you know, you don't you don't want to be cocky because if you're cocky, a lot of times you come off as intimidating. A lot of people come off as intimidating even if they're humble and chill. But I still feel like over arrogance, being super cocky and confident, that could be that could be that could really stop you from getting to where you want to get to. And a lot of people that are like this, they be the main ones wanting relationships. I'd be surprised like and then you look at me and be like, ah, oh, well, man, how come, how come I only get approached by assholes? <laughs> you know, it takes, I mean, it takes an asshole to approach somebody that's giving off asshole vibes. Like, I've been saying that for the last five, ten years now. Like, you dealt with assholes most of your life because you're giving off that cocky, arrogant asshole vibe. And the only person bold enough to, to step to that or try to crack that or is an asshole. Somebody with low self-esteem ain't gonna step to you. One of one of my homegirls, she asked me, um, you know, when when I like, what do I think of her? Like, if I were to see her out and about, like, what do I what I think of her? And I said, you know, if I didn't know you, I wouldn't find you to be approachable. But it's really primarily because you kind of keep you keep to yourself. Like, you'll go out and you'll see these people who are basically the life of the party, they talking to strangers, they talking to the, this person and that person, you know, they always laugh and, you know, they just, they just seem to have that energy that you could just walk into with her. If I were to see her out, she's going to strictly be talking to the people that she came with. You might see her laugh. You might not. And you're like, uh, she might be cute, but I don't feel like I can walk up there and actually have a shot. But since I do know her, I would say she's really approachable. Well, because I know your personality. You kind of you let me into places where you wouldn't let a stranger into. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, I mean, people do that. I don't think people do that intentionally either. I mean, no, no. You don't. So, I, I mean, mean, I don't feel like you have to be approachable to everybody. I don't think you no, should be approachable to everybody. No, no, no. But there is always a story behind that, though. That's yeah. my belief. I believe there is a there is a story behind somebody that that gives off that aura and maybe only they know it, or maybe they can only they can articulate it. Maybe they can't, but I think for the most part, and I say this all the time, a person's default setting should probably be more approachable, meaning 
you don't look like an asshole. You don't look like you're bitchy. You look like you're just, a, you know, a kind, chill individual. A lot of that could be projection of the person looking at you. Like you could feel, oh, I can't talk to this person because she talked to her friend about. But I'm still a firm believer in if you're at a social event, then you probably 70 percent chance that you're there to socialize. And if you're not there to socialize, then you're probably not going to be there long. No, you know, <laughs> I mean, even if you're there to socialize, if you're an introvert, you ain't going to be there long. You ain't going to be there long. So man, it's the world is the world is such a mixed bag right now. It's I mean, it's that's it's that's always going to be the case. You know, social media is putting stuff on display and you're we're noticing more and more. But like I said, man, just to just just to kind of conclude on the movie. The one thing I did I no, can't before, say, you, before you conclude on that. Go ahead. What do you think about? I, I don't remember her name. I just remember she was the the eccentric woman that was just the attention whore, the whore period. Okay, but that's what I was gonna say. But go ahead. I just want to say, like at at one point, I don't know if it was revenge or was it for the greater good when she turns. And I think it was for the greater good when she turned, because this was this was on the on the on the glass game. Yeah. And you know she's already seen that he's willing to throw people off to 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 advance and like you know I'm gonna stand right here until somebody come and goes forward and she was like all right I'm gonna come go forward and then she just locks him up and she's telling him like I told you I was gonna get you I told you hell have no fury like a woman's gone excuse me say what <laughs> I said hell have no fury like a woman's gone and that's what I was just about to ask you before I concluded on this movie I was gonna say. The one thing I liked about this movie is you can take away so many different personality types. Mm-hmm. You said it. You, you don't even have to remember their numbers or their names, but I guarantee you if you describe these people by their personalities, people will remember exactly who you're talking about. And I and I really feel like the one personality that a lot of people sleep on is that person that's real, like not the most, not the brightest, but they're they're chill and they're they're nice and like you know if they got it they got you like you could tell in player 456 he was that type of person that's why he was mm-hmm. broke that's why he ain't had nothing he was irresponsible because even when he got it. money he was like boom here here's ten thousand one you know i'm i'm, I'm sharing here's ten thousand one the, fool ass had to come ask for that money back <laughs> gift and a curse and then you had and, and the, the, the interesting thing about the genius the son Wu character I was like, that's the dangerous thing about people that are intelligent. I mean, at the end of the day, they constantly scan in the room. And at any given time, they're 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 knowing that they're mentally superior than most people in the room. And at any given time, it's a good chance that they're trying to figure out a way to take advantage or they're trying to figure out a way to gain the upper ground on people because they don't want to be beneath people because they feel so they know they're so smart. They've been awarded for being so smart. Those people a lot of times are very dangerous. That's why that's why Rick Sanchez is such an interesting character. The smartest person in the world. I would not trust Rick Sanchez with nothing. Rick is a straight up asshole. Exactly. Boy. And that's really a like and even the and even the go ahead. But I, I think to a level it starts to desensitize you because you become so technical. And that you start to think with, and and this happens to me. I'll become so technical that the emotion starts to leave. 
Definitely. And 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 now I'm I'm only thinking about the facts. I'm not thinking about those variables. Oh, this is this is this is this is technically what it is. Yeah, there might be some emotion behind, it, but technically you can't do this. Yeah, I'm like that with my coworkers. Like I don't really like I don't have an emotional connection to them at all. But at the same time, I mean, if they want to talk to me about something, you know, that's cool. But for the most part, like it's literally all business with them. And for the most part, like I know if I was to ever leave this job, I, I could care less if I ever talk to any of them again. And, <laughs> and it's, it, it might sound cold, but it's reality. Like I don't, I don't fuck with y'all. Like I've, I've, I've not made those kind. Of, you've not made those kind of bonds with people. Yeah, and, and and the bond is only created based on the job, based on the job. Like it's not like it was meant. Like it's not like it was even on some mutual shit. Like it was only created because we just happened to come to the same job. Like that doesn't mean I need to be connected to you for the rest of my life. We met by we met by this not even by chance at this point. I mean, yeah, the chance what what are the chances we fall into the same job field? Well, shit, I'm pretty sure a thousand motherfuckers applied for this job. It is what it is. But mm-hmm. the chance but of people, us people, having people look at chance two different ways. Go ahead. What are the two different ways? I mean, people look at, at at a chance occurrence like this is meant to be, this is fate. And some people look like, look at chance like, you know, they'll fire me tomorrow and next Monday somebody else will be in here. And, you know, was, what is that? Like, does it, sometimes it's random and sometimes it's luck. They're both the same. Yeah, it's reality. I, I still, after that, I still would want to connect the dots. I'm like, okay, yeah, we met by chance, but let's see what happens. We well, where's the not- different dot? Oh, you went to you went you went to Lamar. Oh, I went to Lamar. You know, See, when you graduated. Oh, the same year. Oh, what you major in? Oh, me too. Did you take such and such? Yeah. I didn't. You know, then, then it gets deeper, but still, still is fucking chance. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, man. But it, it's it, you had said something earlier about venting, bro. And 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 I I don't want I just want to keep that in my head. All right. <laughs> Look. Like I said, Squid Game had a dope angle when it came to personalities. Um, I, I, I also I also didn't want to forget about the whole organ harvesting part of it. I think that that was real fucked up, and I think that I think that that might have been a subliminal for the Korean market. I think you know mm. I, I thought that was interesting because I'm like that made the game unfair. But then you talk about how he turned off the lights during the temper glass game. And I'm like, well, he made it unfair then, but then he tried to virtue signal and make it seem like the organ harvesting thing wasn't unfair. And the guys behind that made the game, you know, created a disadvantage to the game. And I'm like, eh, you know, and, and I also like the fact that they called him a front man because in that moment, I just kept thinking to myself, like, bro, the people that you see, the ones that you kind of know, you know, their voices and, you know, they they're always really the puppets. It's always yep. somebody above the them. CEOs, the, the 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 PR people. You yeah, know, the it's, secretary of the White House. Like you know, straight hey, up, you go out there and tell them what we, what we tell you to say. It's always a front man, and it's and I thought that I thought that part of it was uh cool. He 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 deserves to burn in hell though for what he did. Uh, we, we didn't gave enough. How, how long did it take you to figure out front man and and the, and the Copper brothers? Dude, that 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 was one that wasn't predictable to me at all. Really, I fig- I figured it out like as pretty much as soon as as the cop got onto the island. I was like front man's his brother. He doesn't know it, but I know it. Damn, yeah, I didn't I didn't cuz like, for uh, for a long time I thought that he had just died. Yeah, because that's what they told me. Yeah, I was like, nah. They this... they they kept like one. You got 456 contestants. I mean, I th- it's, I th- I th- let's just say it was even 500. He got 500 contestants. Yeah. He happened to say his brother got a card, 
and he believes that his brother was in the game and his brother went missing. And I didn't have enough proof to say that his brother wasn't in the game because you not only are you talking about 500 contestants, you actually talk about the workers there that were damn near prisoners too. So mm-hmm. as this start coming closer, and a re- another reason I wasn't sure is I couldn't see his emotion. When he picked up his wallet, I'm like, I probably would have saw something if I was able to see his emotion and how he reacted to that wallet, but nothing, nothing gave me a surefire clue that he w- that was going to be his brother. And I mean, that's kind of like them. I don't. Did you see the movie Intrusion? No, I haven't watched it. Okay, well, I ain't gonna give it away, but it was parts in Intrusion that it gave it away early. It gave away who the kidnapper was early, and I'm like, all right, cool. Now let me figure out the motivation. I just didn't feel that his brother had the motivation to go work on this island. Like I just, I didn't, and I didn't think that his brother was technically a prisoner too, because like I said, everybody there was there was a prisoner. Except basically, <laughs> except the guest, and obviously, you know, the dude that orchestrated it that decided to play in the game. Guess, guess, VIPs were fun boys. But, hey, um, but <laughs> did you think that that was funny? The one, the minute that they introduced a westerner, he was on that, that on fun that boy. Shit. He was on that. I'm shit. like, I'm, y'all like, not I'm like, wait, wait, this nigga using titties as pillows. And you own, and that's what you own? You literally resting your head on some voluptuous titties. And that's what you own? Shout out to the shout out to the to the design, the crew, the the, uh, the set designers and right. the, the makeup artists. Cause I was right. sitting there like, is are these mannequins or are these females? Like I, I couldn't tell at first. And then she I kind of saw her arm moving. I was like, they did a good job. That was dope. But um not to be mean, but clearly the Koreans, when it comes to their their content, they not on that fun boy shit because they let that shit be known right there. <laughs> they was like, hey, we don't do that here, Western man. You know what I'm <laughs> no. saying? Like they cut that shit short, and I was like, oh, that's it's because because I'm telling you right now, if that would have been an American uh, an American movie, if that would have been an Americanized movie, like for real, for real, when those two girls. Was having a little scenario, <laughs> it would have been some lesbian stuff going on. They would have probably kissed each other or something. You know what I'm talking about? With the uh, with the uh, with the marble game. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, I knew what you were talking about. I was like, hmm. But yeah, at that moment when she was just kind of like, I ain't got nothing to live for. You know, you win. You know, you go do do your thing. Man, Definitely would have been some lesbian stuff. It'd have been some straight lesbian stuff if that would have been made in Hollywood. Yeah. You know, I forgot about the marble game. I didn't really. Yeah. I, I think that that's an interesting game to play. Do do we play that in America? I feel like that's something that's done in. I think I, I think I think our the, our parents probably did. I think I, yeah, I think that's I an old school game. Yeah, that's old like jacks. Yeah, it, it is jacks. Marbles and jacks. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Because. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that shit old school, bro. Like that's we don't play games no more, bro. Nah. We play with crates. We we built crates and we about to goddamn to kill ourselves. That's what we do. I would have been on niggas ass on red light, green light though. Got me fucked up, boy. Boy. I'd be still in the mug. We didn't we have the uh <laughs> <laughs> didn't we have that challenge? What was that challenge? But it had the uh God dang. Was it was it the mannequin challenge? 
that's what they were doing a mannequin pose. I actually feel like that was peak social media. I ain't gonna lie. That was like <laughs> 2016, 2017. I know that was Sway Lee's song, right? My girl is a that's and it and it they be froze. I I don't think it was called the mannequin yeah. challenge, but you could be right. Yeah, but, I, don't, uh, I don't. Yeah, it, that it, was peak like, social media. We, we just we just challenging out of out of the need to challenge these days. Right. I know Ice Bucket started all the shit for the ALS, and I know people forgot that's why it was going on. But yeah, look, man, we don't play games no more. That's one of the reasons why. I cre- no, straight up, man, that's one of the reasons why I created my blog, bro. Like I remember when I when I sat there and I was like, man, social media not really fun no more. And I just remember like it's just certain shit I would want to say, certain shit I would want to post. And I was like, you know, I'm I'm a stir the pot kind of guy, but I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be a walking shade room. Like, I don't want to be that guy, but it's like some shit I see, I'm like, it's just an extension of this podcast. But like I said, man, I'd I be, I be thinking, sitting here thinking like, you know, kids don't really play no more. Social media not really fun like it used to be. Like, I remember MySpace dudes was, was doing HTML codes and doing all kind of cool shit to their background on MySpace. Like, like I said, I remember when social media was actually somewhat innocent and fun. Now, I can't look at my story views when I somebody trying to sell me some vagina. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, is it for sale or is it just for advertisement? That shit for sale, bro. That shit for sale. I know it's for sale. Like, what, what you advertising? <laughs> Usually things that are being advertised are marketing that have a price on it. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, I, I, guess, I guess I call it advertising because I ain't paying the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you check out Midnight Mass? No, no. Okay, okay. Take your time, man. You, you got plenty of time, bro. You, you back home. You back home in the Queen City. They, I know they were happy when you came back. Hey, man. The weather's fucking lovely out here. Is it? I'm around my 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 things again. I'm not wearing the same clothes over and over and over and over again. I car car drive a whole lot different from mom's SUV. Let me tell you. Oh wow, wow! A whole lot different. When you upgrade, the market is just trash right now, man. Oh yeah, yeah. There are no cars on the lots really, and if they there, they got like an eight thousand dollar markup. So I'm kind of like, I'm glad the car is functional because at least I can ride it out. Maybe the next summer, maybe just ride it out indefinitely. Like you know, I know it has its defect. I know the defect doesn't put me at any kind of risk. You know, and I got a little, you know, chunk of change for my pain and suffering, so it just is what it is. And maybe one day I'll take it up there and they'll actually fix it. <laughs> they'll actually they actually have a mechanic on staff that can fix it. One yeah, mechanic. Like, Let me see this card. I know I know what this I know what this shit is. Hey, it'd be like that, bro. It'd be like that, man. But look, man. <laughs> it's 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 we always talk about how, you know, coincidences and crap. But I swear I said something about Nazanin. Was it? Were we having a regular conversation? This was a regular conversation. A regular conversation. And also, you know, I don't like talking about celebrities. But still, outside of the fact that I, I didn't know that they were married, I definitely didn't see them splitting. But I do believe that I hit the nail on the head when I had spoke about her not getting pregnant. I was like, man, I be seeing her, man. I, you know, I see her post. She be having some dope posts sometimes. You know, not your typical, you know, thought thirst trap post. You know, she be having some dope kind of zenful things. And I just remember one time she had posted something about, you know, 
wanting kids. And I'm sitting here like, now I know for a fact you've been with Miguel for a long ass time. And the more I actually start to talk to dudes, bro, like a lot of women won't believe this, and including yourself. Like I talk to a lot of dudes that actually crave the ideal of having a family, actually crave the ideal of extending their bloodline. So when I when I see stuff like that, and I'm like, and shout out to whoever just 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 had to just run inside Walgreens or CVS today, and they just had to grab a Plan B because they clearly couldn't afford it. And uh, look, man, look, Jay, I don't know what y'all got going on out there in Charlotte, but when I see that, bro, I had I think I laughed for about five minutes straight because I'm sitting here thinking to myself it, like, <laughs> Plan B is not it's not something that's not affordable. Like Plan B is affordable as far as I'm concerned. It's a lot. It's a lot cheaper than all of the alternatives. I'll put it that way. It's a lot cheaper than all of the alternatives. Is it morally cheaper? Do you think that you know that's something I never asked a woman before? But do you think that that bothers them knowing what the Plan B is for? I mean, because like I said, I mean, you you got two. You got one. It's to me, it's a lesser of you know of two extremes. You can either get to that point where you got to get an abortion, you can have a baby with a deadbeat dad type of dude, or you take this plan B and you act like it never happened. <laughs> I I, I think I think it's I think it's cleaner for your conscience, honestly. I would think it is. I would think it, and that's why I want you to watch Midnight Mass because it was something that he talked about conscience on there. It was something he said. I was like, damn, like that's wild. Like, like I said, you you'll see it one day. It's no it's no rush. It's no rush. Yeah. But um. No, man, but seriously, I'm sitting here thinking, man, and I know ladies are going to be upset when I say this, but I'm going to keep saying it. Bro, it's not hard to get pregnant. <laughs> like, it is legitimately not hard to get pregnant. So when I see same, posts same. that... Look, look, look at my face when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Like, I'm going to say it again. I know a it, lot it, of men... It's, it's a science to this, to this extent. Unless there's some kind of medical condition, it's a science. You know when your period happens. You know when you're ovulating. You, it's really just about picking and choosing. It really is. There's phones. There's absolutely phones that just track it and they'll let you know. Say, bitch, you ovulating. <laughs> you might want to chill on the raw dog. <laughs> hey, just so y'all know, we don't give a fuck about that. You don't have a uterus. You don't have an opinion shit. You got me fucked up. <laughs> Better find somebody. <laughs> like, like, real talk, though, Look. like, Look, like, look, look, yeah, cool. You ain't got a uterus. You ain't got a pity. You can't tell women to do what women's bodies. But look, like Dave Chappelle said, if I can't tell you to do it, I should be able to sign. You know what? I'm out. <laughs> if I don't have an opinion, I should be able to say, you know what? I'm out. And there shouldn't be any kind of repercussions to it. I got I got to have some rights over my body, too. Look, man, the abortion conversation is a distraction. You know how I feel about distractions. At the end of the day, Y'all can talk about Haitians getting whipped by whipped by people that ain't that the imaginary getting whipped by people with the whips. Like there were no whips out there. Y'all stupid. There were no whips out there. You can talk about abortions all you want. Six week, twelve week, twenty seven week, Bruh. <laughs> like like let's just forget the genders. And I thought that was interesting too from Squid Game when they had that part about the gender roles. They 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 kind of tiptoed on a little bit, but I thought that. With it coming from the Christian guy, that was very important because, like, he was like, "Hey, man, like, we have our roles, we have our strengths." Because you see how everybody got when they got into that tug of war, and it was like, "Damn, who don't we want on our team? 
We don't want the old men and we don't want the women. Who do we get? <laughs> old man and two women. <laughs> you can still win. Or three women. Three yeah, it was women. three women. Yeah, it was three women. You can still win like that because of strategy. But the fact of the matter is, when it came down to what's that thing that people, uh, that, that DJ like to say, uh, natural selection. <laughs> look, look, hey. look, hey. dog. When it comes to natural selection, hey. bro. Can- uh, are we gonna are we gonna get a conclusion of the beef you got with DJ Mr. Rogers or is this, it just is what it is? Cause cause boys was ready to throw. And not you because you were just like this is an idiot, but he was ready to snap. He was. I was like, bro, what you're saying is stupid. At the end of the day, what you're saying, it, it like y'all are just throwing the word natural selection out there, but y'all only apply it. Y'all was only but applying it's favorable it. to what your what your motive is. Uh, and, and the reason I really don't care anymore these days is because like I know a lot of these people's opinions have shifted. I've seen them in bars, I've seen them in clubs, not wearing masks. Like so clearly you realize that Welly F was ahead of the bullshit. A lot of people don't even want to admit it, but it's fine. I was ahead of the bullshit. I'm still ahead of it. Because simply because you can't say, all right, I'm vaccinated, I'm cool to go out like this. Because you can still catch it, you can still spread it. So that whole love thy neighbor stuff that y'all trying to preach, it doesn't make sense. If you said I'm taking, if I'm being selfish, I'm taking care of me. Look, if I get it now, you know it may not be as bad. It may not. See how it may not be. See as how self serving that is. See how self serving. Sounds, sounds like the epitome of self serving. That shit's so self serving, bro. And then, and then if you were to, t- because I know that this is gonna happen. Years from now, when when people figure out that by becoming vaccinated, you are putting you're you're getting vaccinated and you're knowingly they're telling you that you're putting unvaccinated people at risk. And it's like you don't care because you don't care about unvaccinated people in that in that time period. Like in that moment, you only care about yourself. It never was about protecting your neighbor. Like you said, it was always about yourself. It was. And if that's the case, personal responsibility is what I truly believe in. And that's, and, and that, this is bottom line. I believe in personal responsibility, bro. Like, it is a long you. time ago. I, I shouldn't have to give a shit about your grandma. You should care about your grandma. I, res- I respect the young person that ran in CVS today and grabbed that plan B. I respect them. I feel for them. You know why? They took it upon themselves <laughs> to be responsible for themselves. They did what needed to be done. And unfortunately, the the risk they took, but they took another risk. So they had to do something and hopefully they got away with it. And hopefully, you know, they, you know, they succeeded in their mission. But the reality is they wasn't looking for anybody else to bail them out. They did what needed to be done. That mentality can get you far. You ain't always got to steal. Because <laughs> I don't even know if they stole it. I just know that they got that shit ASAP. It looked like what, what, how did, what, what that was in the case still, right? But see, the thing is, in Charlotte, it's not locked up like it is in Texas. Oh, you okay, go, okay. You can just go grab it off the shelf. It's just there. Man, it, to be honest with you, I was reading something about the Plan Bs because um, I know that over in a, in a span of 10 years, they've gotten way cheaper from what I understand. Somebody and, also uh, told me the more you use them, the less effective they are. I, I, I don't know. I'm... <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to say that, but I'm not going to say that. But I know what you were going to say, and I was going to say that, too. Oh, Lord, help us. No, I'm going to go ahead and say it.
Hey, bro. I was thinking that, but I'm just like, God damn, how many times you got to use a plan B to realize that? Like, what are you doing? But to to me, again, I don't understand. Because basically the thing is, the plan B stops you from ovulating. If you're already ovulating, it's going to do nothing for you. Those eggs have already been released. Mm-hmm. Once you've opened the dam, you can't just close the dam on top of the dam. <laughs> I learned that duel. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's the thing. So it's like, oh, shit, we had, I'm not ovulating, you know, because semen lives inside of you for how, uh, for however, however long you start ovulating while that semen's still inside of you. You know, shit happens. But if you're already ovulating, like, you know, because I'm technical, I, I do technical things, you know, people just on a whim. Yeah, I had unprotected sex. He shot me up. He shot the club up. Let me go take this plan B, get the CSI in here and clean this shit up. Look, man. doesn't always work that way. Yeah, understand. Look, I ain't gonna lie to you. At times, I'm like, man, I, I'm scared to have this conversation, blah, blah, blah. But now, I saw something the other day, man, where I was like, okay, I'm tired of y'all now. I saw this chick. She posted something. She said, man, I wish we could choose our baby daddies. Damn. I said, I had enough of y'all. I'm done. I'm finna get on y'all ass now. <laughs> I'm about to get on y'all ass now. I wish we could choose our baby daddies. I swear to God, she posted that on Twitter. Swear I, to God. I, I need to see those comments. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find it for you, though. Know, and I saw that. I was like, oh, they finna get the wrath of Willie in. And that's why when I, and, and I swear, it was, man, coincidence. I'm telling you, bro, all this stuff connected. Then I seen the Nazanine. You know, Miguel split, and I start thinking, like, man, like, maybe, maybe he wanted a family. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a dude that makes love songs. I'm gonna say it again, this is a dude that makes love songs. So clearly, this guy, you know, to an extent, you know, because I, I, I can say that about R. Kelly too, but we ain't gonna talk about R. Kelly. Uh, <laughs> that nigga out of there. But uh, he's a dude that makes love songs. Mm-hmm. If these, if these rappers are out here getting married and wife and chicks up and having kids. I'm pretty sure this R&B singer, you know, I'm I, I'm fairly confident that Miguel wants a family and Miguel kind of I, I just talk to a lot of guys and this is what they say. Like I like even my homeboy JJ, shout out to Juan Jose. Like I know this guy Friend loves being a father. I know this guy loves the ideal of having a family. Like most normal guys are like that. But go ahead, Jay. No, no, you 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 got you got a great point. Like to get married to somebody, it's either you know you're solidifying your family or you're you're hoping to start a family. Step it's closer. very rare that it's very rare that you come across two people that's like, and eh, I don't want to I don't want to start a family, but I do want to get married to you. It, it's very rare because it's like why why are we changing what, what anything right now? If, you know. See, in my situation, I can do that. Because if I get with somebody that already has an older child, with my older child, then it is what it is. We not people in my position are not trying to start over. Like most of the people I know with brains, at least, we ain't trying to start over. We got kids 16, 17, about to be out the door. We ain't trying to start over. Especially not in this economy, especially not in this world. How can somebody I don't know too many women or men that could have a 15, 16 year old daughter and they finna get pregnant next week. That just, that's just, that's just not something that I think that you're consciously gonna do. I, I'm not gonna say it's stupid, but it's just something to me that I don't think if you're thinking, if you're actually thinking ahead, 
You're not telling yourself, yeah, my daughter, my son's going to be out of school in a couple of years. Let me have another one. Let me start over. If that's in you, that's fine. If that's you love being a mother, you love being that's that's one thing. But I just don't think your average person under the age of 35 is, is trying to do that. Most people try to have kids right now. They don't have any kids. That's and that's why I'm talking about Miguel. I'm like, pretty sure Miguel got married for the point of, hey, let's get this. Let's get this family on the road. But you got a model wife. You got a model wife that stay in the gym, washboard abs. You're like, she ain't trying to lose that. And everybody ain't trying to have to go through that snapback process. And Miguel is 35. I think they're both the same age. Yeah, so he's 35. So 17 years ago, yeah, they're both they're both 35. And she still got probably about a year or two. You know, what I mean, she's fairly healthy, so she she got time. But and I that ain't none of my business. That's why I don't like talking about celebrities. It ain't none of my business. And I don't like this topic. I understand it's a touchy topic, but at the same time, with so many me, Jay, and a lot of our friends, like we know so many people around us that have had children frivolously. We you know, know a lot of people that's that's learning the lesson for us. Yeah, and, and it's just wild to me when I'm talking to somebody that wants kids, and I'm just like, so what What was going on in these last 10, 15 years? Cause I, and, and, it, and I'm saying that because I know it's about the right person and the right time, but I'm like, what I, Mercury in retrograde right now, right? I, I remember you texting me one time saying, you know, you out here acting like you got forever. That that doesn't mean just go out here and start wilding. Because a lot of y'all chicks will go out and start wilding just because y'all want a kid. But I, obviously the sensible woman, I'm not telling you to go out there and start wilding. I'm just telling you to just think back of your thought process back then. And when yeah. the time comes for you to realize, you know, hey, it ain't meant for me, you have to understand that, like I said, Mercury in retrograde. Look, I'm saying that because the message of today was everything is not just going to come according to your plan. Everything is not just going to fall in line like you want it to do. You're trying to play God to your circumstances, and you got to live with the consequences of you playing God to your circumstances. Because a lot of y'all want to keep it a book, y'all will probably have five or six kids if it wasn't for birth control, abortions, and plan Bs. And once again, that ain't none of my business, but you got to think about that. And don't run around here trying to make people feel sorry for you because you ain't got no kids, you're not married, and so on and so forth. Honestly, a lot of y'all actively made that choice. Just saying. Hold on. Time out. <clears throat> you love chocolate. Mm. Chocolate. You love M&M's. Oh, yes. But your tastes have grown up, and you're just not wild about super sweet milk chocolate, so you've been avoiding M&M's. Yeah. Well, fear no more. Huh? M&M's dark chocolate to the rescue. My heroes. M&M's dark chocolate candies. Available wherever fine candies are sold. A lot of uncomfortable doing that, though. Like, that shit wild to me. Like, all jokes aside, like, to me, that just shows a lack of respect. And it also shows to me that you don't really understand what type of decision it is to marry and to have kids with someone. 
I really feel like we have, in a sense, you know, like bastardized the concept of reproducing with someone and actually, you know, saying those vows. Like a lot of that shit don't mean nothing. Like I never thought I'd get to a point where in my life I'd be like having kids with somebody means nothing. Because it doesn't anymore. And we got people throwing kids in the lake. They throwing kids in the lake. They throwing kids in dumpsters. And that's why I've always been like, like me personally, like the gravity of creating a life. It's just something that you just don't arbitrarily do. And I think that's why I don't like, that's why I think I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm pro-choice. Yeah, this abortion law is all fucked up because the gravity of creating a life that you're going to be responsible for, that this your partner is going to be responsible for, the state is going to be responsible for, that it's going to be everybody's responsibility for this person to turn out good. Because at the end of the day, the best thing you can do is have a good person. Whether they're successful, whether they're unsuccessful, you want to create a good person. That's a lot of responsibility. Hey. <laughs> to and to arbitrarily just be doing that. And like you said, people are leaving kids in cars, they're throwing kids in lakes, they're they're leaving kids in an apartment and they going clubbing for seven days straight. Bruh, turned up for seven days straight. Kids don't know. None of the kids know how to cook. None of the kids know how to fend for themselves. And and it's like we're allowing these people to reproduce, and it's, it's kind of like, first of all, that's probably that's probably where we should take you know the the abortion laws is a, is a, is a, is a, is a step soon. You need to take it a step back. Like okay, how do I how do I stop y'all idiots from just reproducing? I had that conversation. How do I with how do I crack down on that? Oh, I definitely had that conversation with somebody that was talking about mandating uh, vaccines. And I'm sitting here like, one, I don't like the government interference in my life when it comes to my health, my health choices. And so with that, with that being said, when they talk about these abortion laws, I'm like, y'all kind of forgetting the fact that they even giving y'all a window because they really could be more totalitarian with it and just be like, hey, 100 percent no abortions. We, we find out you're pregnant. You having that baby. But I'm like, shit, now let's flip it. Now, what if it gets to the point where they telling you, well, if you don't if you don't meet certain requirements, you can't reproduce at all. How you going to feel about that? What if they tell you? Oh, well, you you got the autism strain. You can't have kids. Just 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 cut it. Just snip, 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 snip. Yeah. Tied up. Out of here. You know out what I'm saying? Like, what if they got what if it got to that point where if this you guy, weren't this guy didn't finish high school out of there straight up? What if it was like, oh, you black, you can't have kids. Are you yeah, black? We, or you can't we, have kids. We, we met. We met the black quote. We we met the quote. We all, only white people can have kids now. How would you feel about that? You know what I'm saying? Like it can. That's what I'm saying. It's a slippery slope. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like it could get bad quick. You know, y'all y'all tripping about this six week and these twelve weeks. I'm like, bro, y'all telling people to inject a experimental medicine into them, and they don't want to, and then you telling them that they're gonna lose their jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like you you I actively get up every day to go to my job to put forth the effort to be a good employee. Like, that's something I'm consciously doing. I want to do that. When you decided that you was just going to go sleep with some rando and get pregnant, like, that's just... And then, and then the crazy thing about it is, like, they back door and kind of act like they didn't want to do that. Well, I'm like, okay, if you didn't want to do that, then let's... It, it shouldn't, it's not going to take you six, 12 weeks. Like, plan B. It's available. <laughs> if, it, man, I, w- I wasn't trying. I wasn't trying to get her pregnant. So, what was you trying to do, my guy? Like, like you got you, like you, like you said, 
It's about the accountability. Man, I wasn't trying to get her pregnant. Well, did you put on a condom? No. Did, did you ask, was she on birth control? Did you verify that she was on birth control? No. Was just, so what, what were you actively doing to try not to get her pregnant? Because I don't see it. Yeah, yeah, that's real talk. And I mean, we we all know for a fact that, you know, people lie about being on birth control and we know, you know, condoms can bust or whatever like that. But like you said, if you could actually, you know, somebody could actively tell you like, hey, man, like, like, she know, like we had the conversation. We did it. And all right, then I feel for you then, bro. Because that shit happens, though. I'd be like, I feel for you, bro. Yeah, true. True indeed. Because I I have this one friend, the very first time she had sex, she got pregnant. Jesus. he was he she just recklessly he like nutted in me nutted in her nutted in me good god he nutted yeah. in her and she, <laughs> and she was like I'm not on any birth control or nothing like that and she he told her you know well I guess you pregnant now and then nutted in her again like this was like oh he gave no dams uh, and then he disappeared on her ooh but see but see that's so the, that's it, the interesting all thing. this all this boils down to the best way to not get pregnant is to not have sex. True. People hate to have that conversation because at the end of the day, like I said, that's more of a that's more of a religious conversation. Like when you start talking about abstinence, you talk about religion. And, and you know, all jokes aside, man, we 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 live in a very ungodly society right now. Like people, ra- I'm telling you, man, people would rather worship the moon. They rather wish upon a star. They rather go to tarot cards before they before they go to church. You know what I'm saying? Like it's we 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 tripping these days. The church doesn't teach you anything. It teaches that um one, women are the original sinners, and two, women are the original liars. From Eve lying in that garden Dang. to um <sighs> tell them. I'm I'm gonna cut the, I'm gonna cut that out of the show by the way. Hey, but... hey, tell them. I'm just I mean it's the <laughs> truth though. We live in very backward times, bro. We live in very backwards time. Like I said, man, it's the it's the it's the decadent veil. It's 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 finally you know revealed itself. I mean, degenerate is a is a that's an understatement. Like you know, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. But at the same time, like I feel like I actively make decisions that I can live with these days. That's I am I, at that age where I, I am I am taking accountability for all decisions that I make. Yeah, straight up. I, I can say that confidently now. And that's that's a I feel like you've you've gotten to a certain point in your life when you can say, you know, I, I'm doing this because I want to do it. You know, like it's not it's not too much coercion from people that's going to get me. It's not too much like peer pressure. Like I think peer pressure is something that probably is going to hit you when you under 25, more college aged and obviously high school and middle school. But if you're still getting peer pressured in your thirties, then you just weak. You just, that's weak. it. You're, you're just, you're just weak. And, <laughs> that's what I thought it was funny when old girl, uh, I think it was player two twelve, the, the, the attention whore, when basically she ain't had to play that game because she was the weakest link. It was like, well, you was going to die anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You just sit here, lay in this bed, eat this potato, cause, cause you ain't gonna make it, mama. You not gonna make Say, it. Say, man, they went from that nice little Korean lunch to my nigga. Here's a boiled egg and and and, and some mineral water. Bruh, gave them boys some milk. Gave them milk and a and a biscuit. <laughs> I, 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 I'm like, bruh, and he like, man, that, I, this I can't drink this. He looked at him. He he just just emotionless. Boy, you better get out of my face. 
Say, man, I would drink that milk. I would have had the bubble guts on. Like, man. <laughs> I got gas. I got a shit. Like, I can't had, like had me this. all kind of fucked up. Straight. You know that was whole milk, too. Nasty. It was got to be whole milk. Nasty. Look, man. I know we didn't probably spoil the move for y'all, but like I said, man, check it out. It's Squid Game. It's on Netflix. And as much as I hate Netflix, you know, every now and then I try to try to appease people by, you know, people people recommend stuff to me. I try to check it out. You know, every now and then I see something that I just want to watch. And uh, that's why I watch Midnight Mass, because like a lot of this new shit is so fucking lame. And you know how the propaganda goes. So, you know, I'm not just actively on Netflix looking for anything. So it's always good for people to to recommend stuff. And I, we always appreciate that, even when they recommend, you know, topics, so on and so forth, man. But, um, man, I forgot last time we had an episode. We didn't even talk about the poll we had last time, man. I don't know if we want to talk about the poll on a, on a IG Live or talk about it now. You don't remember the poll, do you? It's been so damn long. You know what? I don't remember. It, it, got, it, hurt, it hurt my feelings because I was looking at our, our, our podcast page on the iTunes app, and it says this podcast is updated monthly. Damn. <laughs> monthly. What's the way for Weekly though, once. Hey man, we we trying, man, we trying, bro. It's not easy. Right, it ain't easy. Like life does get in the way, man. Yeah, I mean you've been traveling and shit. You've been, you know, you've been going back and forth. You've been doing your thing. Should I had just, I just moved, you know. So, yeah, you know, life life happens, though. I mean, they gonna be all right. Oh, they, they ain't gonna, got no choice. Yeah, and, I, and at the end of the day, man, when they when they do finally listen, I always appreciate the feedback. So I don't be doing no tripping. I kind of feel like um, it, it removes that um, redundancy, or or not even redundancy, it just being you know too um, convoluted. I guess no, that's not the word I want to use. Because I feel like the perfect word I want to use would describe Drake and how Ooh. he puts out how he puts out his music. Like, I just and, feel like and it's, it's 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 consistent, but not in a good consistent. Ah, man, it's almost it's like, like it's just too much. Is, is it cathartic? Now nah, you got now you gonna have me going to the thesaurus. That's one of your words, man. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah. But before I forget, man, it was it was the uh, it was the um, poll about. Uh, you're attracted to partners that mirror how you feel about yourself. Yeah, definitely not cathartic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Clifford Harris. <laughs> they say call it the low resonance. If you call it the law of resonance, if if you don't value yourself, you'll find someone who doesn't value you because it feels right. It feels like what you deserve. It creates resonance. Like, like attracts like. However, if you love yourself, recognize your faults, and forgive yourself, you'll find someone who does the same. This is why self-love is so important. Your lack of self-love will be mirrored in every partner you are with. And it was it was basically a 70-30 poll. I really, I think I wanted to do the IG Live because I wanted to really understand why the people feel like, no, like, because I mean, at the end of the day, like, do you feel was that it, that's was, true? Was it, was it, was it less Huh? Let's save it, cause that that live feedback will will be nice. We'll we'll save that. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Just keep that in mind. I mean, for for those who listening, expect a live on a Friday in the near future, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just I've been 
I've been doing stuff on Friday. I've been trying to do things on Friday nights because I don't. I've been chilling on Saturdays. It's like I'm actually trying to enjoy my weekends now. And I'm when I say enjoy my weekends, like really enjoy the area I'm in. Really enjoy like go to the gym, come home, and actually relax. Like, hey, it's a movie theater that wriggled down from you. Oh yeah, across the street. Yeah, that whole nice, man. Uh, yeah, that whole that, nice. was stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jay Mark tell me I need to go in there, man. I just. It hasn't been something I want to see yet. I'm going to check it out. Maybe I may watch, even as much as I hate comic book movies now, I may watch Venom in there. I may hey watch Hey, man, Venom. that place is stupid. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my son got a couple homeboys that work in there. It says pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard any complaints. Did you end up going? You went? That's, that's where I watched Candyman at. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, because it was, it was like the next show, and so that's where we ended up seeing Candyman at. Oh, okay, okay. Fucking Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> fucking candy man. Turn that nigga into Batman. You see, you see, Jordan Peele got another one coming out called Nope. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it's about. You know, he takes that M Night Shyamalan route and like gives you a title, and then you nothing really much to it. So N O P E. Nope. Nope. Written and directed by Jordan Peele. Yeah, your man's. Uh, yeah. Can't wait for people to to suck the peen of this one. I mean, at the end of the day, he didn't he didn't he didn't write and direct Candyman. He just produced it. So I mean, I guess I could give him somewhat of the pass. But like I said, I'm and look, I'm, I I have no problem supporting black. I just don't want to support black. That's 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 lowering the bar. Let's keep the bar where it's at. Don't don't say just because it's black we gotta accept it. No, keep let's keep the bar where we're at and let's let's uh, let's 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 raise our level of performance to the bar. Yeah, I'm black and I'm performing at this level. We have gotten to the point where I think we celebrate mediocrity to the point of media if. <laughs> Mediocrity has almost become the bar. So when we actually think see things that are great, it's kind of confusing, you know. And then when we see things that are trash, it's so close to mediocrity we really can't tell. So I remember I sent you a message the other day, and I was like, "Hey man, what's what's gonna happen when it it becomes so standard to like celebrate people's little wins and and shit like that, like." You know, everybody, you you do something super mediocre. You do something normal. You do something that you're supposed to do. And everybody's just hooting and hollering on social media, you know, giving you that dopamine rush. And it's just like, what happens when, you know, people no longer get the dopamine rush from that? It's just, it becomes so standard. You just expect your friends to to drop hard eyes in your, in your, in your media, on your mediocre sel- uh, selfies. And, oh, you... You took you ten years to graduate from college, but hey, everybody, let's celebrate. You know, let's turn up. I, you turn. I got my hundred. I got my hundred likes. The hundred likes that I always get. Nothing more. Nothing less. Nothing more. Nothing less. You you and y'all talk about y'all y'all applying pressure. They applying pressure. Pressure. They 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 are applying pressure, and they are in themselves pressure. So pressure against pressure. Or is that pressure squared? Because I'm <laughs> applying pressure and I am pressure. Look, man. But it, what is? 
what is, what is, is, is there a theory of of is a force? I guess that's the theory of force. If I'm if 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 I'm doing a push up, I'm applying pressure to the ground. Am I the pressure, or am I just applying, or or is, is where my hand and the ground meet is that the pressure? And is, that, is the pressure pushing me up? What about the pressure in my chest and and my bicep that is making me go? Where where is where does the pressure lie? That's what I want to understand. They listen, listen, they don't understand. And, and if and if you're understanding the assignment and you are pressure, oh, first of all, who gave you the assignment? <laughs> who gave y'all why are these y'all assignments? Get, why are y'all getting these assignments? Y'all, y'all didn't know y'all were in school. Y'all ain't been in school in 15 years. And you do and you doing assignments. Like why why are you doing assignments? Is this a personal study? <laughs> Are you are you is this what is this what anti-vaxxers say when you know I need to do my own research? Is uh, that is that understanding the assignment? Or is understanding the assignment being like, oh, there is pressure going around. I must figure out what kind of pressure it is, whether it's atmospheric pressure or where is it the force that of pressure on the ground, or is gravity involved in it in any kind of way? Is that the assignment that nobody really assigned to me? But I'm gonna take this assignment upon myself to do this assignment because I understand the assignment, but I really don't understand the assignment because I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck pressure is. I, I'm just <laughs> say, bro. So some some influencer. Start talking about pressure. I know, I know that there's a song, the TikTok song, where some, some, some. I understood the assignment. Okay, cool. But is TikTok that influential among people over thirty? What are y'all doing? Like, don't get it twisted. I see look, some funny shit on TikTok. Look at yourself when you say that. <laughs> you, you, you know, good and goddamn well what that answer is. God damn! I said this on the last episode. Do y'all not have an ounce of originality in y'all? Everybody outside, everybody, we outside, everybody yeah, applying outside. pressure. If, if you ain't oh, outside, God. where the fuck you at? Oh, That's God. Like, if I'm not outside, I'm inside. I mean, <laughs> I, don't have, I, don't have to, I don't have that many other options. <laughs> I, I'm assuming. Clearly, if you look around, you don't see me outside. Therefore, I am inside somewhere. Oh man, I guess I guess I guess the pandemic had them inside. They feel like they gotta announce the outside, but I'm like, no, we see you outside. You was outside there. You was I looked, outside. When I looked out the window and I seen you were outside. Yeah, I was you outside when the me. case was extra high. So what do you say? Oh wait, are you coming to pick me up and you letting me know that you're outside? And so no, now I too need to go outside. Or are you telling me that you're here and you're outside and I need to let you inside? <sighs> I'm just old, bro. Say, man. Hey, man. I'm just old. Bro. I'm and 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 the, the the technical person in me wants to break this down, and that's not even my assignment. I don't <laughs> want this assignment. Me neither. Me neither. I don't want it. I'm just like, all of a sudden, though. I I don't I I'm not trying to figure out why you're the topic and the top pick. I don't I don't because when I when I when I when I look. When I when I pull up your NBA 2K stats and I'm looking at your stats, like you averaging out at about 55, and like your best players are typically in their 80s, and you're you're 55, but you you have the your 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 fucking Patty Mills with the with the swag of a Steph Curry, 
And not, I ain't even that's disrespect to Patty Mills because Patty it Mills really probably is, is a, a, solid, a solid 75 rating. Probably. Probably. They, I'm I'm just saying. I mean, Tucker, I, I would say I would even say Brian's Huh? It's PJ Tucker with Yonis Wag. I'm 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 just saying, even Brian Scalabrini got a ring, so like is yeah. it's, are you yeah. better than Brian Scalabrini? Because you don't have say, man. Don't got a ring. Ain't got Same one man. ring. Ain't never had a ring. Ain't got close to a ring. White mamba. <laughs> Delusional, bro. Delusional. They living in this dream world, man. It's I'm not here. I'm not telling to come in the rain on your parade. I just think that the shit that y'all be on is funny. And I'm very you talk about being technical. I'm big on words. Everybody knows that. I like words. I see words and I'm to a point like I mean I, I take things as they are. Like that's why to this day I'm always going to be confused about dating, this this so-called talking stage and y'all all that shit is confusing because it doesn't make sense from the root of where it started from. So I'm hearing all these, I'm seeing these people use words and they don't understand how critical these words are in a sense of what it does to your mind. So if you're constantly- So the last time that words have meaning. They they do. That's why they're words. That's why they're <laughs> words, baby. I mean, you it, it's- Look, man, you're constantly feeding your you're, you're feeding your ego these words. And then when your reality doesn't match up with them words, the first thing that's going to be broken, the first thing that's going to shatter is your ego. And once that happens, now you're depressed. Now you feeling like shit. Now you don't know if what you're looking at in the mirror is really what it's like. Are you do you really like what you see in the mirror so on and so forth? The words you use are important. You're going around like you 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 you're using Drake words to describe your life, but you're not living Drake life. You're not Drake. And that's that's important to like like you you probably thinking this is some deep <laughs> shit, but it really ain't. It's just real don't, talk. Don't, like don't take the dinner with Drake either. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, that's that, that's basically what it is. Don't take the dinner with Drake because Drake can tell you this, but you're not him at the end of the day. Don't take the dinner with Drake. Don't take the dinner with Jay Z. Don't take the dinner with Mariah. Don't take the dinner with Beyonce. Don't take the dinner with any of these people because at the end of the day, you're still gonna be you. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm just saying that in a look of the Irish way. You're still you. Hey man, you take you take the deal with Jay Z, and he say you need to go sell bricks. <laughs> oh wait, no, nah, I don't want that Jay Z. I, I want I, I want the other Jay Z. That Jay to be Jay Z now, you got to be Jay Z then. Go sell bricks. The justification for people saying the dinner with Jay Z is is the fact that we have this academic this epidemic of self help books that people are so accustomed to. And I, I think people have been so sucked into the self-help book culture that they really feel like lessons are going to provide them the, the the strategy and the journey and the, and, 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 oh, if I just, if I just do this now, nah, bro, give me that half a million and leave me alone. Leave, I don't want to do talk to I nobody. Please. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't, why do I want to talk to Jay-Z? 
But I don't want to talk to Doge? Yeah, straight straight up, dude. He got Bitcoin, dude. He got Doge. Is he trying to give it to me? That's I'm not trying to talk to you. If you're trying to talk to Jay-Z and have a dinner with him that you probably gonna pay for, you clearly don't understand the assignment of life because you're a <laughs> fucking idiot. God. I try I wanted so badly to never talk about that topic. Cause I really every time I see it, I just shake my head like we can't be this fucking dumb. But then yeah. I remind myself, yes, we are. We truly are. No originality in sight. Just a bunch of sheep, lost, clueless, cornball, cringe as fuck. Cringe uh, AF. To be cringe <laughs> is to not be aware. To be cringe is to not be aware. I'm to see. be cringe is to not understand the assignment. <laughs> hey, man. We don't want to get too Shakespearean on these people, man. Look, look, look. We'll be back. It's always lovely talking shit about the culture because the culture is... The culture just gives us content. The culture is pure comedy. It's like we just accidentally fall into damn near an hour and a half of this and if you made it this far, we appreciate you for listening, man. Eventually, we got to give something away, man, because we ain't gave the people nothing in a long time, although y'all don't deserve a damn thing. But look, man. You shout, out, shout, sh- out, shout out to our consistent winners. Harmony's a consistent winner. Courtney's a consistent winner. Because they read the description and understand the assignment. <laughs> That's all, look, no, no, all jokes aside, I don't see how y'all be talking about Understanding the assignment, all this stuff, and y'all don't even like to read. Damn, because I know, <laughs> I know for a fact, y'all don't even read captions. Come on, bro. How you know what you're supposed to do when you don't like to read? Come on, man. The only assignment y'all be y'all really kind of understand. Y'all know how to copy. Y'all copy and paste. Y'all see somebody else doing it, y'all doing it too. The assignment is copy. Y'all cheating. And what happens when you get caught cheating? What happens when you get caught cheating, Jay? You you inevitably fail the assignment. Like, you can't pass the assignment if you're cheating. Too shame. Too fucking shame. Y'all, y'all just a bunch of cheaters. And y'all failing. Y'all don't even know it. You don't even know. If you're listening on Spotify... We don't know what you do on Spotify. Just Besides keep listening, listening at least. But <laughs> other than that, just, just keep listening, man. If you're on SoundCloud, drop a comment. Give a suggestion. That's cool. If you if you've if you've been a follower of the Instagram page, continue to follow, share it so people can follow it. We'd appreciate keep on, it. Keep on keeping on. For sure, for sure. And um Apple Podcasts is probably one of our biggest platforms i guess the most the easiest way to access us um i know android users are probably most likely on soundcloud or google play i don't even know if we even on google play anymore i don't i don't i don't know yeah but 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 either way you know google android and apple we're becoming one supposedly so everything is going to eventually become a monopoly i guess because I'm assuming Apple's going to probably end up buying Google at the rate they're going. But anyways. If you happen to Google us, we're number one. 
if you happen to Google us, there's a number two that says join host Aisha Dennis as she talks about life, hot topics, and everyday struggle through interviews and something else. But I stopped reading it because that's all the free promo Aisha's going to get because that sounds like the basis of our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it would all add. I'm finna report Aisha spam. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I gotta report Aisha spam. That's messed up, man. You a hater. Yep. You a hater, man. Okay, boom. Report it spam. Um, but yeah, anyways, my words of advice are failure is a byproduct of ambition. Without taking any risks, without striving to be more, you will be successful to a certain extent but to reach levels that you've never reached before you have to expose yourself to failure and you're not going to win every time so accept failure as a stepping stone to the next level that's all like some shit jay-z has had his dinner <laughs> and you got that for free from me you could have got the fifty thousand. i mean the, the, the quarter and a half a meal and got that same shit for me for free same shit, bro. You're welcome. Thank you. Look, man. Back to what I was saying a minute ago, because I, I would like to just say protect protect your seat again. But real talk, though, y'all got to be careful with the words y'all use, because a lot of y'all use words in y'all everyday language that is really detrimental to your mental health. And you might think it's just some deep mumbo jumbo, but it is real. And that's why I'm a true believer in writing your thoughts. And that's why I'm a true believer in, in I, I don't, me personally, there's only a certain amount of venting I can take from a person before I feel like they're just a walking pit of misery. But at the end of the day, you know, I respect people that, that need to, to need to talk things out, that need to write. And as they do those things, they're conscious in their, aware of what they're saying and writing because that shit is important because as you break down what you're saying or what you're writing you can really you know honestly take control of your own mental health and that's what it all comes down to at the end of the day becoming better mentally your your mental well-being i mean if if you if you're if you're not mentally well you're not going to want to get up in the morning you're not going to want to work out you're not going to want to socialize a lot of pretty much almost everything starts with your mental well-being as far as you being a human being so yeah man watch your words man because I, I really i really i really feel like words matter you could you could talk all that that positive vibes and manifesting shit all you want but that's why watching your words are important because if you don't believe the shit that you're saying it's even worse but anyways um i don't want to just keep talking but yeah man y'all already know man Midnight Mass is on Netflix. Squid Intrusion. Game is on Netflix. Intrusion. What'd you say? Squid Game is on Netflix. Squid Game is on Netflix. Uh, did you tell me to watch something else? Probably not. Okay, yeah, it's gonna probably be some more shit to come out. How to Be a Cowboy is on Netflix. Fuck is that about? It's just some funny stuff. It's about six episodes of funny. It's 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 jackasses. It's jackass with cowboy hats. Basically. Oh, except, was, except they don't except they don't do any of that. I'm trying to hurt myself. It's, it, it, it's, it's a it's a funny show. One of my sister's 
friends from high school works at that ranch in, in Newcastle. It's called Radiator Ranch. So I was like, all right, let me check it out, see if she's in the show. She's not in the show, but the show's actually pretty good. Short little six episodes. Hey, check it out. She um, out there in Newcastle, Delaware? New, New, Newcastle, Texas. You know Texas oh. got 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 a got a doppelganger for every city. Oh, I was about to say, but I do a lot of business out there. No, okay. No. All right, all right. Anyways, man, uh, I'm gonna keep y'all any longer. Appreciate y'all for listening, and as always, thank you and you're welcome. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's clocking at 90 minutes right now, but by the time I chop out some shit, <laughs> yeah, you definitely gonna chop out some shit, man. I'm definitely, definitely gonna chop, chop out, out some shit. shit. Y'all welcome. Uh, um, if you want to shoot me five dollars, though, I'll give you the uncensored version. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> With that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?